0: Hi everyone, welcome back to the Sorry What Podcast, hosted by me, Fatima. Today's episode is something I wanted to do for a while. Um, I'd asked on my Instagram why people were following me on at anatomist2doctor, and a lot of people actually said they liked my raw, honest views on medical school, my experience of medical school. People often felt like I was sharing the thoughts of others, when they maybe didn't feel comfortable to voice their thoughts and someone said that I was kind of verbalizing what they were thinking as well so it was interesting for me to hear because I'd never really stepped back and thought about what people were following the account for but just knowing that allowed me to sort of think okay why don't we do this and I've been thinking about this for a while. Um, but even before I'd asked that question, but when I'd asked, that kind of reinforced that I should do this. So basically what I want to do is summarise medical school in the most raw, honest, unfiltered way possible. You're literally going to get it as it is from me. No beating around the bush, no sugar coating, but obviously everyone's experience is individual. It's a very subjective thing. You know, I'm sharing my experience and yes, that might be a similar experience to someone else or other people it's not going to be everyone's experience you know people are going to disagree with me so like don't take what I say to heart I guess it's just what I've experienced it's what I have felt in the past two years of med school and I just think having this would have given me some insight because when I I obviously knew that I always wanted to do medicine but I don't think I ever really had a real insight into what it was like from someone that I maybe necessarily didn't know directly and I think it's always good to get a broad range of views. Um, so yeah, I've rambled for almost two and a half minutes now so let us start. So as some of you might know, my sort of background is that I did anatomy for four years after being an unsuccessful medical applicant from school and that's where I thoroughly believe in rejection as redirection that was definitely in my bio for some time I think I removed it though but it might be there but basically getting rejected from med schools at 17 allowed me to rethink and reevaluate. and ultimately I applied to anatomy through clearing so I did that for four years graduated with my first and started medicine straight away so I've kind of had no breaks I've been in consecutive education for too many years that I don't want to calculate. I've definitely done it before, and when I think about it, I'm like, oh my goodness. No, do you know what? Let's calculate it. Who cares? So, seven years of primary school, six years of high school, so that's 13, four years of anatomy, so it's 17, and then it'll be five years of medical school, so 22. So, well, that is actually disgusting. So, I think I'm at 19 out of 22 years of education which is a delight we're definitely closer to the end at this point but yeah that's that's my background that's my sort of journey to med school to medicine so I am a graduate medical student so I suppose in ways what I say today might not be directly reflective of what it's like coming from school and I have nothing but admiration for people that come from school because it is an intensive degree and I think you hear about it but when you experience it for yourself you really do realise that everyone has taken such a huge leap to go from school to medicine and by no way am I putting other degrees down, you know every degree is difficult in its own respective way. But from what I see in anatomy compared to medicine I know that that was a jump so I can definitely say that it is a huge jump from school to medical school. However, one person did say that they found the content of med school easier than A-level biology, and I'm sorry, but if you're listening to this, I I just feel like the majority aren't gonna agree with that comment, but hey, everyone's entitled to their comments, but when someone said that on Instagram, I was like, what? Um, but anyways, yes. So in terms of when I came to medicine, I actually didn't know anyone that was doing medicine at Glasgow. The two people that I knew from life science that were doing medicine, or the three people, or four people, were all at different universities. So I kind of went into medicine knowing not many people. I'm so glad I had my sister. And I think that kind of was reflective of when I went into anatomy, because when I went into anatomy, I I knew no one at all like at all and that is intimidating I think when you go from school and you've got a group of friends and then university but that I think is part and parcel of just growing up and you do adjust and you do learn how to make friends I think with medicine because the year is 350 people anatomy was honestly I can't remember I think it was 32 if not less it's crazy because that's 10 times the amount of people right so you're obviously going to find it maybe a bit harder to find friends and I think going to the freshers events and the med events definitely helped and we'd made a group chat at the time or you know this is really sad but people knew me in first year because I made the whatsapp group chat I'm sorry, that is so embarrassing for me. I just made the group chat because people were using Snapchat and the only people that use Snapchat, in my opinion, are people that are 17, 18. So I was like, this isn't cutting it for me, so I made the WhatsApp. The fact people only knew me at that point because I made the WhatsApp chat was a little weird, I'm not gonna lie. But yeah, we made that group chat and it was a nice way to get to know everyone before you went in. But what was weird is people were like, and I'm guilty of it as well, it was like, oh, I know you from Instagram, but you don't actually know the person, but you've been following them for months because we thought at that point that was a good idea to get to know people. Don't think I'd recommend that, following like 150 people that you potentially might not ever speak to. I mean, I think I've actually spoken to almost everyone that I'd followed at the time, but it's just such a weird concept to be following these people and somehow know quite a fair bit about about their lives before you ever meet them in person. But anyways, it was a nice way because you knew some faces, you knew some people, you knew some names before going in. So it wasn't like you were going in completely blind. And then when we started, I think everyone got the shock to the system because I think the first lecture, honestly, I can't remember what the lecture was, but it took everyone hours for some reason. And at that point it was obviously still online. I had somewhat adjusted to online lectures because of anatomy and I knew that they'd take ages compared to being in person. I think you adjusted to it quite quickly and I was fortunate like I said because I'd done it before the whole online situation I kind of knew not to be deflated how long it would take me but this first lecture bloody hell it took long. So we did that and then I think content wise you do kind of settle in. First year phase one was just a lot of random information i think the goal was to bring everyone up the same sort of standard to then progress on to i think phase two started after i honestly can't even remember but if you're listening to this and you're not from glasgow glasgow basically works in phases so phase two i think started in the new year and we so it was very much random information like drips and drabs and you were just sort of like struggling to make a cohesive story of all this content because I guess there was no cohesive story and it's difficult when things aren't clinical and you're looking at your friends in Dundee and they're doing more clinical stuff than what you are it's not that Glasgow doesn't do it it's just nowhere near as much and it's sort of like oh my goodness like why am I actually having to learn this so I'm not gonna lie I definitely did find a lot of it boring and it was just like a tick box exercise I guess to learn it Then we sat our first online exam again i was fortunate that i kind of knew how to study for online exams at that point but it was different because in anatomy i really had to understand everything for my third and fourth year exams because we were told you know you're not going to get any information you're not going to get sorry any marks for factual regurgitation it's more about how you understand it but in the medical in my first year medical exam it was very much Factual recall, I think it was a multiple choice exam. Um which was I think the first multiple choice exam I'd done since maybe first year of anatomy when we were doing like chemistry tests. So that was interesting. It was f- like an experience, I guess. It was the first time using the MSCAA platform. And then phase two was limbs and back, and people were like, Oh my god, you'll love this, it's so anatomy-based. I hated it. I hated it because it was so boring. It was the first time I was doing lower limb because COVID stopped us from learning it in fourth year of anatomy. And honestly, I just didn't really enjoy it. So first year for me was, I'm not gonna lie, I did find it boring. I know people that enjoyed it. The experience of first year and the experience of being a medical student was fun. I liked VS, I liked, did I like PBL? I think I liked it at the start. But VS was just likeable because of the group at the time and the tutor I had was really nice. And the same with PBL, like I found my first group fun because it was funny. Like the awkward silences kind of made it for me, I'm not going to lie. But PBL, I'm going to be truthful, I just don't like it. I just think it's very much a let's find out how much knowledge I can show off to my group that I've learned. And sometimes I honestly just sit back and silent and I definitely did that towards the end of second year because I just think the whole purpose of med school is self-directed learning, right? And it's important. I just think PBL isn't the way to do it when you're sitting for two hours speaking to group members and sometimes there's no fluidity and it's very awkward and you find certain members are the ones to start engaging conversation and it's not really fair on those members. I just think it's a weird way to learn and I understand the concept behind it but I think it's just very dependent on the facilitator and the group you have, otherwise it's just boring. If everyone's contributing an equal amount fair, but I just don't think it's the most beneficial way of learning. I think it's a time for the ones who want to flex to flex and feel good about themselves. It helps when you realise there's gaps in your knowledge, but honestly, honestly I don't rate PBL. And for VS it's such a long-winded way to learn certain aspects of the medical course that isn't directly taught through the lectures or other you know parts of the curriculum. I just think it could definitely be changed in the way it's taught to be a bit more engaging and interactive and I loved my VS group this year like I loved my BS group this year. Couldn't have asked for a better group. Um, Honestly, the best group I've had yet. They were so, so lovely. Because I just think, again, three hours once a week. Unfortunately for me, that was 9 to 12 every Wednesday since first year. And I am a morning person, so I suppose it worked for me. But sometimes you're like, <laughs> like why am I going in to learn about this for three hours, you know? But it had to be done and I'm very glad to say that there will be no more VS ever again. Um I just wanted to touch on, you know, the graduate student perspective and I guess advantage in a way. Um but I do want to make it very clear as much as there's benefits to being a grad, I think there's also benefits to being a school leaver. So to start with the school leaver thing, I think you have a lot more energy coming from school, you know. I will say it is tiring doing consistent consecutive education with no break um and I know that that's the standard in America before anyone says it but it's simply just not the standard here like this is the alternative route to get into medicine so being a grad yeah some days I'm tired but I love what I'm doing so much and I am so passionate to get to that end goal that I don't think about it too much but it definitely would help you know coming straight from school and having that you know, eagerness and, you know, you, I think when you are coming from school, it's your first time doing the degree, it's your first time in first year, it's your first time in second year of university, everything's new. But then on the other hand, you know, being a grad, I know it works for me, I know how to balance working and, well, not all the time, like, don't let social media fool you, no one's got it under control all the time and I certainly don't, but I think it is helpful, you know, when I know how to balance work balance my time off balance studying I know how to do lecture notes again didn't really know at the start I've changed what I did so many times but I think that's genuinely because of the influence of the people around me and I was listening too much to the background noise and to what people were saying indirectly but just you know even with the whole online exam thing I think that might have helped me in a way in knowing how to study with certain things but again like I've not studied medicine before And this is completely new to me and some topics are completely new to me the same way they are to school leavers so there are definite benefits i think in the way of life experience and maturity i know that for sure i answered the interview questions much better as a grad than what i feel like i would have having come from school but I think what grads bring to medical education is a hard one, honestly. I don't know. I don't know what we bring as a collective to medical education. I like talking to my friends and my friends sometimes ask me, you know, like, what works for you and what would you say? How How do you balance work? And I like sharing my experience if I can help other people, you know, I love helping other people and why not? I've lived for more years than some of the school leavers. So, of course, I'm going to share what worked for me in anatomy before, How I studied for anatomy, I can help in that way but in terms of the collective, what can graduate students bring to medical education, I don't know, everyone's different, everyone comes from a different background, Everyone studied a different degree, everyone's got a different skill set, the same way that everyone from schools come from a different school, different background, different skill set, no one's the same and that's what makes you year interesting and that's what makes meeting new people interesting so I don't think there is like a collective benefit to having grad medics. I think it's important that they're not all school leavers and that they're not all grads because I think it would be intense and I think having the balance there is really nice and honestly when I'm talking to people I kind of forget I'm four years older like all the school leavers are all super lovely and my laptop is going to die so I'm gonna have to pause this and come back. Yeah so I have no complaints, no qualms in that sense. Um, I thought I should maybe talk about balancing research and med studies because I published a paper. Well, I didn't publish a paper. I worked with my dissertation supervisor who published a paper using some of my findings from my dissertation. So I didn't necessarily work on the research in medical school. It was just the blood, sweat and literal tears of when I was doing my dissertation contributed to that I did engage in some research and I won't lie it definitely is something that requires patience and commitment and you really have to know how to balance your work and your research because if you attribute too much time to one compared to the other you know it ain't looking good it ain't looking good that is simply all I can say like it is just simply time management um and everyone's different you know I think what works for me isn't going to work for everyone and that's certain. In terms of adapting to like the whole med school environment, oh, I don't know. I don't find our year cliquey. Someone did say to me on Instagram that they find our year cliquey, which I find really interesting because I genuinely think 99% of people are super, super, super nice and everyone will give you the time of day. There are certainly people um, that won't. But those people will exist all the time and there's certainly groups that won't, but those groups will exist all the time throughout your life, whether that's working, whether that's I don't know, travelling, you will always meet certain people and you're not meant to, you know, have this expectation that everyone's going to talk to everyone because honestly it's unrealistic and I think expecting that you will only lead to disappointment. Um so yeah. I think, though, the difference going from anatomy to medicine it's just the sheer number of people and there are so many characters in the med school, like, a crazy array of different characters and different personas and a crazy, crazy level of competition. You'll find that people, like, if you're going into medicine, you have to just accept the fact that people are going to tell you things when you didn't ask. People are going to tell you what they got on an exam when you didn't ask. People are going to tell you what they've studied. People are going to tell you how many hours they studied, how many Anki cards they've done. They're going to like subtly try and flex. And every time, honestly, I keep my mouth shut and I smile and I'm like, that's so good. But it's so damaging. Like no one asks, don't show off because you're in competition with no one other than yourself. What is the point in competing with people in your year? Why are people showing off their Anki cards? Why are you telling people how many you've done in a day? what what benefit are you getting if you're getting a buzz if you're feeling a high off of that you need help <laughs> like i'm serious there's nothing i'm not gonna applaud you for doing however many Yankees in a day it's just toxic energy you're just scaring people unnecessarily just focus on yourself and trust me trust me you'll probably do better than going around and sharing however many questions you've done or however many hours you've studied or however much of the course you've done. It's just one of these things in med school. It's such an eye-opener. Like, you know it's going to be competitive going in, but when you start talking to people, or shall I say, when people start talking to you and giving you this random information that you genuinely didn't ask for, you're just like, wow, it's real. So respect, respectfully, please do not tell people how many hours you've studied and how many ANCAs you've done, because there's no need. There's no need. Okay, let's talk about workload. I think this is always something that you think about when you go into medicine. I think it's something you acknowledge but genuinely I do not think anything will prepare you for it until you're doing it yourself and you're in the med student shoes. So I've said this many times before, the workload is a lot. It's manageable with successful time management but staying on top of the game all the time every day i think is just an unrealistic standard no one's perfect if you are i genuinely applaud you and i I want to make that clear because i think from instagram and from social media it might look like you know i've got it together i'm super organized and i am super organized i definitely am i'm very meticulous in what i want to do when but I don't have my certain word together all the time. Like I don't, no one does. Well, maybe people do, but the general population and, you know, I want to say majority don't. And I think accepting that you're not going to be 100% seven days a week, even though I don't think you should be working seven days a week. I just want to put that out there. However many days a week you work for your med degree, accepting you're not going to be 100%, is a realistic thing to acknowledge before you go in so you're not deflated, so it doesn't get you down when you don't do what you want in a certain day. And the reason I say that is because if you're expecting to do everything seamlessly as you've written it down in your diary every single week of med school and you don't one time or twice or three times, you're going to be disappointed. Whereas if you accept, you know, it might not get done when I want it to be done, but it will still be done by the end of the week, that's fine. You know, you're acknowledging that it might not be perfect as you've done it, but you'll still get it done. And I think acknowledging that you'll still get it done and ensuring you still get it done with a sort of realistic standard is really helpful. The workload is intense. You're expected to learn a crazy amount of information. And I'm putting it out there. I did not enjoy Headneck Neuro for the workload. It was was six weeks of learn, 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 and a lot of learning. Don't get me wrong. I find it super, super interesting, especially when I was studying for it for the exam. It was genuinely very interesting to learn about things you'd heard about, you know, learn about what happens when someone has a stroke, learn about what midline shift really means, you know, words you hear thrown about on TV when you're at work. It was interesting to actually learn the science and the medicine behind it. But the workload then was crazy. And that second year, I've still not entered the clinical years, so I... I'm bracing myself for the 15 weeks of hell that are looming ahead of me. But yeah, the workload is a lot, but accepting that and not thinking about it too much before you're a med student will help as well, because there's genuinely no point in deeping it before you become a med student. Also, don't be preparing for med school before you're in med school. Like, don't be studying in summer. Don't be reading textbooks. Don't be preparing, you know, because... Before you start med school is a time to truly enjoy the freedom. When uni starts, put the hard work in. But I just, I'm not really one to encourage people to prepare before they start because I just think there is no point. At that point, you don't really know what you're gonna be taught. It really won't benefit you much, I don't think. And you're just going to exhaust yourself before you actually start. And I feel like it links in, the workload sort of links into the long hours and sleep deprivation. Yeah, I think again, I always used to try and sleep at a reasonable hour, you know, 10. Sometimes that doesn't work when my prayers are later than 10, but I would always try and sleep early. That definitely went out the window. I'm not even going to fool anyone. Like, I was sleeping quite late some days. Sometimes I was doing PBL the morning of PBL, keeping it real. Like, I feel like a lot of people ended up doing that. But yeah, you definitely do put in a lot of hours. It is a commitment for sure. You're definitely sacrificing a lot of time, but it'll only benefit you when you come to do your exams or when you come to, you know, revise with someone or MPBL, please, but don't flex. But you know, all these things will help. The work you've put in definitely does contribute to your final grade, your final outcome, and I think because it's such a self-directed course you really do need to put the work in to ensure you're at the same level of the majority of people around you. And a big thing in medicine is the whole grading system is totally different. So like 60%, I'd say maybe 50 to 60 as a, as a pass in medicine, 60% in anatomy could have been like a low B, a high C maybe never was it a pass. So that was definitely like shock to the system when I found that out. I was like, oh my god, this is wild. And I definitely had no idea about that before I started medicine. But yeah, putting in the work will be very evident in your grades and your final outcome and your conversations with people to be the best version of yourself. You definitely have to commit time, unless you're a lucky sod that doesn't need to put in a lot of time and a lot of studying and still gets the grades. Um, but yeah, I don't really know what you'd be doing with your time otherwise. So I also think when you understand something you feel good about yourself when I understand the topic I feel happy that I understand the topic I don't ever like just rote learning something I mean I definitely wrote learned a whole load of head neck neuro no lies here no lie said I definitely just learned a lot of that for the exam I was like let's just cram it in the brain but you know a lot of the high-yield topics a lot of the big topics when you actually understand them it really helps when you understand something to learn it um and yeah it made me feel good I think you feel empowered when you now harbour this knowledge that you know will help in your future so yeah definitely the the point of that whole co- whole point conversation was the work you put in will be very reflective in your grades and 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 the doctor you will become um what else have I got here sense of fulfillment what a good point fatima i literally wrote this weeks ago um the sense of fulfillment is huge and that really links in with what i said before that you do feel great about knowing certain things um but yeah i think despite the challenges med school offers a huge amount of personal and professional fulfillment you know you feel like you're changing when you learn how to you know, even just learning how to take a history was very fulfilling. What you've seen people do in work experience, you could now do. And I think just having the opportunity to positively impact patients' lives and knowing that you're the future of healthcare and maybe potentially advancing that makes the hard journey that med school is very worthwhile in my opinion so although there are challenges along the way there's definitely rewards and i just definitely wanted to make that clear like i want to provide a balanced perspective i am acknowledging you know there's definitely hurdles along the way there's personal hurdles there's professional hurdles but that's what makes it the experience that it is so yeah definitely huge sense of fulfillment from med school okay teamwork and collaboration Again, most of my years, super lovely. Super, super lovely. Like, genuinely couldn't have asked for a nicer bunch of people. I think Glasgow has a sort of... I don't know. I feel like people just think Glasgow's very cliquey, but I generally just haven't experienced that. Very fortunately haven't experienced that, and everyone's been so nice that I've spoken to. Despite the competition, I think people are very keen to help other people. Um, You know, if you're in the library and you don't understand something... People will just go up to you, I'll just go up to people and be like, hi, do you get this? And everyone's keen to help because when you help someone else, you actually realise, oh, perhaps I didn't know that. And talking to someone and trying to break it down with them really, really helps. So I think people are super, super helpful. I mean, not everyone wants to study together with people. And I know that the meds go off and pushes, you know, study together, study together. It doesn't really work for everyone. I know it definitely doesn't work for me. I like to just do my own thing. Like I will study with people if I'm doing questions or whatever, but actual hardcore focused study I definitely couldn't do with people, but there's definitely people that do work together and they do like to study together. And and that's really nice to see, to be honest. It's just not everyone studies in the same way and different methods of studying are going to suit different people and that's okay. Shall we talk about stress? Shall we talk about stress? So I think, especially in exam time, especially in the med school, You feel a huge sense of stress. The whole building is like stress ball, I'm not going to lie. Everyone's stressed. Well, not everyone. A lot of people are stressed and you just feel the stressful energy, I'm not going to lie. You feel the intensity of the library in that time. But I think for me, it's more the pressure. That i have felt is pressure from myself It's pressure from no one else the stress i've felt is because of the pressure that i put on myself and i definitely think i've put a lot of pressure on myself at times i want to maintain the grades I was achieving in anatomy, for example, and I just think that's kind of an unhelpful mentality because it's such a different ball game, And I just think it doesn't help, you know, when you're stressed, it definitely affects your studying, it affects your memory, it affects your retention, it affects your recall. So it's sort of a domino-like effect. So I think it's very subjective. Some people don't feel stressed at all. Some people feel stressed and don't show it. Some people feel stressed and show it and some people yeah or just super chill or maybe I think they're super chill and on the inside they are stressed out their minds I know that there's definitely been a few people I'm like how are you doing you look like you're doing okay and they're like no I'm stressed I'm very stressed so it just goes to show that you don't really know what anyone's feeling So if you look around and people look chill, don't let that stress you out because you're stressed because you actually don't know if they're chill or if they're just putting on a facade because I definitely think there's a whole fake it till you make it attitude of medicine. I definitely believe it. Sometimes you just have to believe in yourself and fake it till you make it because sometimes it's the only way. So yeah, stress and pressure definitely exists. It exists in all degrees, it existed in anatomy but I think in medicine for me definitely it's like to a whole new level. I think the environment you're in and the people you're with around exam time definitely helps. This year, you know, I kept much more to myself than I did in first year, and that definitely helped me because, like I said, medic scaremonger, they tell you how much they've studied when you've not asked, and that can just be very mentally draining. And it's also very important to find healthy ways to cope with your stress. You know, go to the gym, go out with your friends, go out with your family, go shopping, go to the cinema. Whatever your stress outlet is, I think it's very important to find an outlet where you can sort of relieve that stress because med school definitely can be mentally and emotionally taxing. So having that method that works for you where you can get rid of the stress or some of the stress or even just take your mind off of things is very, very important. I don't really know if I've got much more to talk about. I've spoken for 40 minutes, which is quite a long time. But yeah, what I thought I would do for the final bit of the podcast is I thought I would go through what some people from my year said about medicine. I asked some questions on my Instagram, and I just thought I'd read the responses. I've said some of them throughout the episode, but I just thought it'd be interesting to see different people's insights. So I asked what is something that surprised people about medical school. Someone said the amount of work, like I knew it'd be a lot, but some blocks were a whole new level. Preach, I fully agree. Someone said the content isn't too hard, but the volume, again, I would agree. The content is definitely hard in places, like I won't take away from that, but it's definitely the sheer volume that you're learning that I think makes it hard. If we had even 70% of what we learn, I think a lot more people would feel more confident coming up to an exam, for example, because you've got more time to learn things, you're learning less, you have more time to understand things, which will help. So yeah, I agree. This is a long one. Someone said, content heavy, zero past papers and one big exam with a year's content. Yes, I don't agree with the examination system at Glasgow. I think that is the one thing that I really, really dislike about Glasgow. I hate that we're like the only university that does written papers. I don't see why we do written papers when other universities do multiple choice. No hate to other unis, but I would love for other unis to try some of our written papers and see that we've got it quite hard. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. We definitely had a harder multiple choice compared to a written paper this year. But generally, I just think the fact that we do written papers is wild. And also the fact, I know for the first time this year, I learned that Edinburgh don't usually do this. But one of my friends was talking to me and saying how, you know, there was a whole situation at Edinburgh that meant come their final exams, they had to learn everything for their final exam. And I was honestly so surprised because I thought that that was the standard for them as well and I I told her you know that is our standard at Glasgow we have a December exam where we learn everything up to that point but our final exams in May are everything from the start of September till now and that's definitely hard because you do forget the stuff you do September to December you know no one's going to remember everything so it's the fact you have to learn I suppose that stuff twice so yeah I agree with that, it's crazy. And yes, it definitely is content heavy. So this person also said, I always get surprised by how overwhelmingly negative quite a lot of doctors and medical students are about the NHS and their medical career. I feel like if we chose this career, we should try to improve where we can as healthcare, where we can, as healthcare is integral in society and a job someone will have to do to save lives. So if we choose to continue in the NHS, try to be a bit more positive. Apologies, rant over. Interesting. I don't know if I've thought about this, people negative about the NHS. My eyes were open when I did the poll on my Instagram and I asked people. I think it's important to acknowledge that the NHS is going downhill, but I don't, like I said in another episode, I don't really think about it too much because there's nothing we can do. No, it's ultimately in the government's hands, unfortunately, in the Tory government's hands. Um, and yeah, there's not really much we can do. So I don't, I definitely don't let it get me down. I don't let it affect me. Because what's the point? Why would you let it make you feel negative when there's nothing you can do? It's out with your control. Enjoy the five, six years of medical school. And hopefully, you can only hope that by that time, something will have improved somehow the NHS will be on its way up again. But honestly, I don't think it is, and that's me being realistic. I think realistic's important, but being negative definitely won't help. Someone said that they hated it. I do wonder if this person's still in medicine. I don't really know. The workload, I knew it'd be a lot, but I don't think I really anticipated how much a lot is. Again, that's basically echoing what someone else said. I would agree. I think no one really expects until you're there. Someone said, and how different people are, But like, also the same, and how you would never expect that. How different people are, but like, also the same, and how you would never expect that. I'm not sure I understand that one. How different people are, but also the same. Do you mean like, how we're the same collectively as med students, but people that you knew act differently? Or... The bro- oh, are you meaning because everyone in med school is different maybe? Maybe that's what this person's meaning. Everyone is so different in their own character but ultimately they're the same? Because we're all studying medicine. I'm really trying to break this one down. If you're listening please do message me and explain what you meant because I feel like I butchered it. Someone said... How difficult it can be to find a close group of friends. I would agree it's hard. With 350 people, it's hard. I think unless you went to the freshers events or unless you get on with people in your groups, it would definitely be hard to find a group so I can understand where you're coming from there for sure. How much self-learning there was involved. You're so right. There's so much self-directed learning involved. That word's thrown about in in and interviews. But yes, it's very true. It's not just something to say interview. Some said how much I legit love it, never thought I'd be in this position and I'm still very grateful for it. That's cute. Okay, what have we got? Next question was, what is something you don't like about medical school? Exams, preach, and exams are never nice in any degree, honestly. Unspoken perfectionism. (sighs) Oh, that's so true. But I feel like unless you are, or you're talking to those sort of people, try not let that affect you you don't get as much time to enjoy uni as other students this is so so true there's definitely less free time like I said it's all about sacrifice but if you know how to balance your time and acknowledge you know sometimes you can't study because you want to socialize with people that's fine you know everyone's got different goals everyone's different and I think you might see people going out all the time and you might think how are they still doing great in exams but you never really know you never know and for sure those people might exist but comparison is for sure the thief of joy don't compare yourself to others you never really know what's going on you never know what people's goals are everyone's got different goals everyone wants to achieve different things so I think you can definitely still enjoy your time at uni but yeah definitely med students don't have as much free time the competitiveness and high school mentality preach preach the amount of older year people offering to give me notes. They were so amazing and helpful. Girl, you need to put me on to these people because I've not had any older year people offering to give me their notes. I'm so going to fail, gets an A. This is so true. Those people exist everywhere, but medicine, they are everywhere. They're probably one in three you will meet. And they're like, I'm going to fail. I barely studied. And they're going to be that person that comes and tells you that they got an A. Um, yeah, it's just one of these things you just have to accept. Lots of people clinging on to high school grades' competitiveness. Yep, cliquey. Again, this is what I'm interested in. I didn't think our year was so cliquey, but must have just different perspectives. How our exams are literally out with the exam period, like it's so isolating. I would agree we were the last people in the entire unit to set our exams this year. The last people. I mean, we were the last people. I think even... You know, the fifth years might have had their resets and we still hadn't sat our exam. No, is that wrong? No, I actually think that's right. Everyone had finished. Absolutely everyone. I'm talking all degrees, all years, except the second year medics. So yes, I I can echo that. It's too easy to fall behind. I would definitely agree. It's important to stay on your game. But again, like I said earlier, you accept that some days you're not going to be 100%. And that comes with the fact that you might fall behind. I think as long as you don't fall too far behind, that's something I've been very keen about since starting is not falling too far behind because that will just contribute to stress and the pressure will increase. And honestly, being in that position scares me because it builds up so quickly. I would 100% agree with that. I asked finally, something you tell your younger self that you wish someone told you about uni find a student who's doing well and implement their advice interesting who cares where everyone else is at just do what you think is best for you fully agree it'll be the best experience of your life and just enjoy it as much as you can that's wholesome do not compare yourself to others at uni 100 percent i've been saying this since i started i mean i've definitely not listened to my own advice all the time because it's hard when people are just talking Um, but yeah, don't compare yourself, it won't benefit you at all. When they say it's way harder than school, they actually mean it. Well, yep, you're so right. Someone said, it's not a science degree, you're a scientist, you're going to hate this. It's only for three years. I wonder if this person... I'm wondering what they mean it's only for three years. Hmm, I'm not too sure. How happy and necessary it was for me to go to uni and how much experience, how much the experience makes you grow as a person despite never even having to leave Glasgow and experience everything wholeheartedly, the good, bad and ugly because it's not all sunshine and rainbows, unfortunately. But that's the growth part that's so, so necessary and the part you're most grateful for at the end. I think that's actually very true. I've not left Glasgow since I moved here and... I feel like I've experienced so many different things whilst being in the same city. Um, I've studied different degrees, I've gone to different schools, and I have experienced a whole array of things. And accepting that it's not going to be sunshine and rainbows all the time at university is very, very important. And like this person said, that is what you're grateful for, because you know, these sort of hurdles are where you get most of your lessons from. It's where you learn how to better yourself or what not to do next time. So that is very, very true. And on that note, I will wrap up this episode. It's been a long one, almost an hour. Thank you so, so much for listening in to yet another episode. I hope you have enjoyed my filter free review of med school in the first two years of med school. I know it's been maybe a bit sporadic at points but yeah I really hope you enjoyed and I hope that you will keep listening and enjoy the rest of your summer guys. Bye!